from the Rose City in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, home of bikes, books, bridges, beards, food carts, startups, and indie coffee. Grab your dog, snatch your hammer and beer, leave your umbrella at home. Welcome to the Tiny House Podcast. It's the Tiny House Podcast, and I am Perry. Hey, this is MJ. And this is Mark. I've stopped yelling the intro of the show because our wonderful sound engineer has told me that I'm coming in a little hot. Yeah. And then the rest of the show, I'm just talking normally. And so he didn't say cut it out, but I decided to cut it out myself. So thank you it's so much. It's the kinder, Rick. gentler version yes. of Perry. It's mm-hmm. the kinder, gentler version of the introduction of the Tiny House podcast. Well, and I think also the rest of us have a hard time like keeping up. Like I, I don't know that I want to be like, yeah, this is Michelle. <laughs> 64 funny cars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's happening? What's happening? Um, I mentioned a few episodes ago that festival season is upon us. Yes, it is. Very proud to, to uh, report that I'm now uh, booked at at least one, and in some cases, two festivals per month. Very. Wow. So um, loving my new... Uh, my new remote commute opportunities because that gives me the opportunity to not only attend the festivals themselves, but put a couple days on the beginning and a couple days on the end and hang out. Um, it definitely makes for a way more relaxed, uh, relaxed engagement with the individual festival. So you're, you're talking about your employer and they don't care where you are so long as you're working from time to time. Correct. They That's not really only cool. don't care, they don't know where I am. Yeah, exactly. Um, as long as I'm working. Yeah. And, they can reach me by phone. It's a, it's a new thing. I'm still wrapping my head around it. Um, but it's it's sort of like manifestation. You know how you put something out totally there in the universe, like right? Totally you like put that. something out there in the universe and you say, this is what I want my life to yep. be like. Yep. And I've talked about this before about I decided I want to go places and I want people to pay me to come talk to them. And that has sort of manifested itself. Mm-hmm. But, um, and of course I, I'm, I uh, need a job, of course, still to pay bills. And um, it is like the best of all worlds. Yeah. I can't imagine an existence at this point. I'm really riding high this week. I can't not imagine an existence that would quite possibly be more ideal than I have right now. I agree with you. And it's funny, um, for the listeners who have not followed the show for a long time, Michelle used to work at a coffee uh, distributor. Correct. And Mm -hmm. it turns out that that, or you left that organization at just the right time. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I saw that that was it was just not going in the right direction. Um, but and I call it bounce, right? You kind of reach this low point. You kind of reach this point of mm-hmm. maximum pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I bounced, and I bounced to this other job. I went from a fifty-minute one-way commute to a five-minute one-way commute. Um, I was making, I am making a lot more money than the other job. So those two factors alone were just like, this was the right direction and the right decision. That was about seven months ago. And now even, even the most quote unquote ideal scenario in that regard has even gotten more ideal now that I'm working, um, remotely full time. So I have to go in the office every once in a while, maybe for a meeting or, um, you know, so they can check my pulse. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I, I just want to say the tiny house movement, the tiny house um, itself has just literally transformed my life in the past four years. It's almost emotional. Like 
where I was four years ago before I even knew what a tiny house was and where I'm sitting now, night and day, emotionally, financially, uh, time management, my self-esteem, everything has just quite literally been transformed. Very nice. Very nice. Speaking of transforming, um, damn it, I was trying to get to one and I couldn't. I'm just going to make one up real quick. Yeah, so Michelle's head's in the trees and there are other (laughs) things that are in the trees. (laughs) We're excited to talk about at our show today. We've got um, Michael Gagné. Am I saying that name right, Michael? No. Okay. (laughs) Par for the course. Close, though. It's a Garnier. 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 There's no D in there. Uh, As in the the shampoo. Yeah, the shampoo. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, Who is a... Um, the owner of this amazing resort down in Southern Oregon called the Out and About Tree Sort. And we have him on the show because his, so he he has a number of tree houses that people can rent and stay in. The place is always booked. It's very, very popular. And when I say tree house, I'm not talking about the tree house you probably hung out in as a child where you slap together some wood and put a roof on and call it good. These places, I've looked in them. Mark has actually been in them. They're Fabulous with running water, toilets, um, wonderful accommodations, all in tre- all up in the trees. And I'm just excited to start talking with Mike, uh, Michael because these represent some sort of an engineering feat. And I'm just really excited to find out more about how Michael got into developing this, this tree sort and um, the stories behind that. So welcome to the show, Michael. All right. Well, for one, I mean, almost by definition, a tree house is like a tiny house in the trees uh, (laughs) um, and they're kind of built the same way. I mean, tiny houses, you have to make use of, you know, every, every inch of space just about. And with a tree house, trees are, are not that big usually. And uh, most tree houses are small and um, they can be odd shapes and you get nooks and crannies. And basically the ones that I've built, you know, designed to fit into the trees and, and uh, to fit them into the trees and, and have a bed, uh, you know, a, a sitting area, a sink, and, and even if you try to get a bathroom in there, uh, you have to, you know, make everything fit together. So, um, yeah, a tree house, a lot of the ones that I design and build are like a tiny house in the tree. So, but, but why, why tree houses? Well, why not? I mean, uh, for one, um, they're up, they're higher off the ground. It's like a tiny house, but you're elevated and you get a much better view and a different perspective uh, from being elevated. So um, a lot of your tiny houses, they're only a wheel high. But here where we get up into the trees and um, you're up there with the birds and uh, uh it's, it's a total different perspective. They, it also moves. It's kind of alive. Uh, when the wind blows, you know, um, the tree moves. The, the bow bends. And, uh, um, it's, uh, <clears throat> so some, a lot of people say it's the best night's sleep they've had in a long time. Mm. But was there, is there a connection between you having built these houses and like your childhood? I mean, why, I understand the reasons why you just gave for building, building tree houses, but is, is there an emotional connection to it or something like that? Well, not, I mean, I grew up in the Midwest and I, there wasn't really tree houses where I was at, but there were trees. I mean, I was up in the trees all the time. We had an apple orchard that I was 
climbing around in all the time. But uh, I didn't really have, no, I did not have a tree house when I was a kid. Uh, so uh, I don't, I love trees though. And uh, I came out West and I learned, you know, I started working with wood and, uh, and uh, so I like loved working with wood and, it was, I was trying to make a living in the woods, with woods, with trees, with lumber, and uh, it just sort of fell into place. I, you know, I built my first tree house, and, and it worked. So uh, I built another one, uh, and it's been, you know, I mean, I started out in school in engineering, uh, so I had sort of a, a background in, in engineering, and uh, I just sort of had a knack for it, and it it's developed, and no, I never dreamed of having a a, a treehouse resort. Well, it's interesting you mentioned your engineering background, which is another interesting part of you. But there's a I was reading on your website about this thing called the Garni Garn Garnier limb Garnier limb. Yes. So, and and is this something you have a patent for that you developed on from your own originally? No, I never got a patent. It was sort of an open source thing. Worked with a. Um, you know, an engineer and a machinist and different arborists and stuff. And we, uh, uh, basically, I don't say I invented it. I say I developed it. Uh, what, I brought it along. Explain, and, uh, explain to the listeners what it is and, and is, it an, is it like the key element that makes these tree houses possible? Yes. Um, well, for one, well, you know, tree houses, kids' tree houses a lot of times are, just boards nailed up to a tree. Mm-hmm. Right? Trees and, don't like uh, that very well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's a number of things happen to them. You know, they're, they're, uh, uh, they, they don't last that long. You know, the, the attachment isn't very strong. Mm. Um, so, uh, when I went to build my first tree house, um, I just, I noticed, I had I had watched trees and how they react with with uh, metal, and uh, I have a I had horses and I have fences and you can see trees will just swallow up fences and 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 metal. They you can get a bicycle that gets left in the crotch of a tree and it just grows around it. So um, wow, I um, I I've noticed seen that, that one. The There's a few of them around. Trees and metal got along pretty well together. So. Um, hmm. And my first tree house that I built, I just bolted some timbers to the, you know, side of the tree. Uh, but, uh, and then, but what happens then is also you, the tree will rot, the tree and you have wood on wood and, and, uh, the wood rots away quicker. So, um, basically, uh, uh, I came up with attaching metal to the tree and then uh, attaching the wood to the metal. Uh, but I would take like a piece of angle iron and put it on the tree. But noticing that that angle iron, it, the tree, it wasn't too intrusive to the tree at first, but then, then it would stop the tree from growing there and, you, and it became more intrusive over time. So, uh, but it held up, it, it, it bolster blocked that beam or that piece of metal. But, and the tree grew around it and made that joint stronger, but, but it also was intrusive to the tree. So 
uh, basically, I engineer suggested that we try to uh, simulate uh, uh, a limb. You know how a limb works. There's uh, trees have limbs, and they sort of uh, well, they grow out the side of them, but they reinforce it. They bolster block that limb, and and they they're able to go way out and support all this weight. So um, uh, we started working with different bolts with with washers on them. A washer, a lot of times, in a bolt will uh, disperse the load of it. And um, you can have a shear, all bolts have shear strength. Uh, so, um, and, but now wood, now bolts and metal, you know, the metal doesn't usually uh, bend or anything, but you, your bolt will have a shear strength. Um, so here we got metal in, in the tree, and the, the metal isn't going to uh, shear, but it's going to compress the wood. Uh-huh. Uh, so what we, what we did was we increased that shear area or the shear bolt or a boss, put a boss on the, on, and put that inside the tree to disperse so that there's more area, more wood area that has to compress. Um, and so, uh, 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 so it's a bolt with a big washer, um, that disperses the load so that it, 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 that big washer more than doubles the weight carrying capacity of, of the bolt. And what that allows you to do is, is set your beam away from the tree so that it doesn't become more intrusive over time. Uh, and remember that I noticed there, that trees get along very w- good with metal. So uh, you do have to put a fair size hole on the on the in the tree but only on the outside of the tree um on the inside of the tree it's just it's just an inch and a quarter bolt but on the surface of the bark of the tree it's a three inch uh, boss but over time that tree grows around that and encapsulates that bolt in the tree and becomes less intrusive um and so it's a Basically, I called them at first, I called them artificial limbs. <laughs> uh, so you were putting a, um, if, a lot of times kids, you build a tree house by setting your timbers or your boards on a limb. Um, but if you didn't have a limb, then you put an artificial limb in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the guys in the industry didn't like that name. They thought it was too <laughs> artificial. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was basically they. You know, they named it after me, so uh, because uh, basically, uh, yeah, um, I made the first uh, improvements on them. I made kept, uh, you know, uh, we did testing on them, and and uh, they've gone through a, a bunch of different renditions, but we've honed them into pretty much uh, it's the industry standard now. There's a couple of different manufacturers, a couple of different copiers of the of the Garnier limb. They call them tabs, huh. uh, which, which is a treehouse attachment bolt. And my saying is all Garnier limbs are treehouse attachment bolts, but not all treehouse attachment bolts, bolts are, are Garnier limbs. So you started out, we, we were, you were comparing tiny houses to... Uh, tree houses for an obvious reason because of the small space and because of sort of the efficient design 
Um, I build tiny houses on trailers, and certainly you can appreciate the restrictive nature of having to be inside eight and a half feet wide, inside 13 and a half feet tall, right? And so that lends itself to being very, very complex. Obviously, right. you have to condense things. You have to make sure that, you know, the door will swing in the right direction or the refrigerator door actually opens when you're done, those kinds of things. However, comparatively, um, or conversely, actually, in the treehouse construction, I can only imagine that that process is even more restrictive. Um, obviously, I'm starting with a flat surface. I'm starting with on ground level. Um, right. You, it however, took me, have to it sort took of me pick, about seven or eight treehouses to figure out actually how to easily make them level. <laughs> well, fun. you also have to, like, can you talk a little bit about how you sort of choose the trees or choose the locations or yeah. in other words you have to design your tiny houses in three on, dimensions in, in wheels right or uh, not on wheels you have to design your tiny houses in the air based on the positioning and the size and the weight presumably um <clears throat> capacity of the trees themselves that sounds way well, more actually, complex. that's what i try to do i mean and and some tree houses are 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 more restrictive than others depending on the trees and depending on um, you know uh, how you how you build it. I myself like to balance them. Uh, my tree houses to the tree. Now, the bigger the tree you have, or the bigger the group of trees, the bigger the tree house you can you can get. Um, uh, so some of them are spaces very restrictive, um, uh, and to fit it into the space of the tree, uh, and there is a sort of well, it's not a you know formula, but uh, to me, I like to balance my tree house to fit the tree. You can you can overbuild, uh, I think, a tree house so that it takes over the tree, um, but uh, and I don't think it looks right. And and you can add you can add wheels or the the thing is you can add posts, uh, and some people do, and uh, you can. Well, you can make them bigger. You're restricted. You, I mean, you have to add more posts. Um, but, and I myself like to keep it, uh, I, I, you know, I will use a post here and there, but I, you know, um, I try not to. Uh, well, it seems like it would make it, it, it seems like a, the addition of a post uh, spatially would take it from, would make it into a more ideal location, right? Like I've got these, three or four trees, I, you know, this tree house is going to fit there, but boy, it would be more ideal or spatially or um, architecturally more just by adding this one post in this one corner gives me that much more flexibility of design. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's what, yes. Yeah. So, so when you, when you design these, are you, are you approaching it more as an artist or an engineer? So when you're looking at a tree, are you drawing? I, I myself am, um, I'm I'm more of an engineer mm. than say an, an architect. Mm -hmm. um, so I, like I say, I look at it also to try to fit it into the tree. Mm -hmm. I not have to use the post. I will use a post, and I and my tree houses are more practical, I guess, or more. I'm looking for a sturdy platform, and then out of that, I'll I'll fit the house onto that. Where some architects and some designers come up with big fancy designs and then um, then they 
use the tree they have and add posts and this and that to make that design. Uh, Myself, I, I let the trees dictate it or the location dictate and try to make them, you know, last long and be strong. But when you, when you look at a tree, um, Michael, do you, do you immediately go to like a CAD drawing system or whip out a slide rule or do you, do you sketch it out like an artist would and, and then try and engineer it into I myself just, <laughs> a lot of times just build it. I don't, <laughs> you know, work off a napkin. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, and I turn, then I have to turn it over to a, an engineer, a uh-huh. real engineer. I remember I just act like one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, so. it's funny that he said, do you, do you approach it from an artist or an engineer perspective? Because he does have the technical speaky, right? Yes. He, he talks like an engineer. When he was talking about that bolt, he sounded like a real engineer. Right. But on the other hand, you got to be a tree hugger at the same time, <laughs> right? Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, um, um, but I, I actually, well, that's another thing about tree houses, though. We had a, a but we have fires here right now. Yeah. And, uh, but a couple of weeks ago, we had this big thunderstorm, this big thunderhead that was moving in on the resort, the resort. And I had to go over and tell my guests not to be tree huggers. <laughs> because when you have a lightning storm, oh, yeah. you do not want to be hugging that tree if it hits, if lightning hits that tree. So, Wow. Um, have, you, have you had a tree fall down that has a tree house in it? No, I have not had one fall down. Mm. So, um, I have I have a tree that did die on me uh, that's still up there. That, uh, but that was a tree that was that was damaged by a fire mm. that uh, I knew was questionable, and uh, I didn't build as big a tree house on it as I wanted to. But it is, uh, but it's still up there, and it'll stay up there for a while, and be able to put a foundation underneath it once the roots of it start to deteriorate. Interesting. Can we talk about the tree resort um, a little bit as far as, can you tell us um, just kind of the FAQs, right? Frequently asked questions. Um, how long have you been in business? What is, um, as I understand it, you provide rentals? People can come rent these, t- uh, t- I almost said tiny houses. <laughs> tiny tree People houses. can come rent the tree houses. Um, how many tree houses do you have? Um, can okay. you talk a little bit about the, the layout? Well, it's like a, basically, um, it's a three and a half acre piece of parcel that's covered with trees. It is uh, changed and in, made into like an Ewok village. Uh, <laughs> I have, well, I have visual. oak trees and I have dug fir mm-hmm. trees. Now the oak trees, I are you know, there's, they're a tougher tree and, um, uh, uh, they're more dense, and they're, but they're closer to the ground. So I have a whole series of tree houses that are like 10 feet off the ground or 18 feet off the ground. Um, and then I have my dug firs are taller, bigger trees, and I have, a, I have like four tree houses that are 30 feet off the ground, 30 to 50 feet off the ground that are connected by bridges. So, uh, um, and that's, uh, so you go from one to another across a bridge, but you have to get up there. It's like three flights of stairs to get up to the 30 foot and then the 
one that's 47 feet, you got to take another couple of flights of stairs to get to it and a couple bridges. So, um, it's, uh, and now when I started, you know, the first tree house that I had was only at 120 square feet, no bathroom. It had just a sink in it. You had to come down to the ground to use the bathroom. Oh boy. Um, uh, had a chamber pot up there. Oh, okay. um, that's good. And some of you know, some of them are you know quite small. I have a kids' tree house that's just you know like forty square feet. You know, got enough for a bunk bed and a little table in it. But uh, um, and uh, there's a little bridge across to the to the parents' tree house, which is open on the bottom, and another eighty five square feet up in up in a bedroom up in the tree. So that's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're all, you said they all have lights, right? They all have lights and heat. Are they yeah, all, they all have to their power. composting uh, toilets so or some of them, uh, um, some of them have running water. Some of them have bathrooms, but, uh, and those are the first ones that get rented. <laughs> <laughs> but people will still come and stay. And even the ones that, that aren't, you know? Um, and, uh, so, they have to come down to the ground and take a hike to the bathroom. How did but, you come uh, across owning the property, Michael? Say what? How'd you get the property? I bought the property over 44 years ago. Uh, I came out west after the, I was in the service. And um, uh, actually, uh, you know, I paid $7,000 for... 3.3 acre piece of parcel uh, with a house on it. Wow. Oh man! Wow. It had it had uh, it had electricity. Uh, actually, the first year I got uh, the water, the shallow well was had gone dry. I got a year's rent by digging it out and uh, getting water back to it. It had an outhouse. It didn't have a uh, you know a septic system or anything, but. Uh, um, yeah, but but uh, and then I was able to buy property surrounding it as it came available. And so now you have how much? Thirty four? Did you say? Thirty seven acres. And how much? How many tree houses on your tree sort? Uh sixteen. So are but you? And I have a whole zip course, zip line course on oh, yeah. one of the pieces. So there's 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 sixteen tree houses, but there's probably oh. 20 platforms all together, you know, and uh, let's see, there's one, there's four, five, six, seven, eight bridges and, uh, and 14 zip lines and, uh, yeah, about 25 platforms. I bet everybody comes away with smile cramps. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't you feel like you were seven years old for an entire, <laughs> the entire I weekend? I would. Yeah, well, that's what I say. It's for kids of all ages. Yeah. And, uh, actually, the parents really love it. I mean, I mean, well, the kids keep themselves busy. They are not bugging the parents. You know, they're they're off doing stuff. Mm. They're they're they're, uh, they're worn out at night and they go to sleep. Mm. <laughs> they stay asleep all night. So, oh, I, I have a bunch of swings too that are hanging from the trees. Nice. So, so and I've they also hang from. Garnier Lynn. So. Nice. <laughs> so I've noticed, now listen to my question because I'm going to throw, I'm gonna, it's going to pay 
it's going to pay homage to your tree resort. I've noticed <laughs> that a lot of your facilities have, oh. have the name tree in them. <laughs> Is, are you the creator right. of this theme? Say what? Are you the creator of that theme or do you have like a wife who has, who, who has added that level? Well, of there was basically the, you mean the treemanology? How does that <laughs> Yes, exactly. Good job. Well, it got started because, well, um, back in the beginning now, you know, tiny houses, they've had, they have some, there's, there's, you have some problems with getting them licensed and stuff like that. Right. But, not anything like tree houses. I mean, uh, tiny houses are unusual, but they're getting accepted. Yeah. Tree houses, everybody loved them except building departments. <laughs> Why you is know? that? They don't know what to do with them. Mm. Um, and a lot of times the, you know, they don't, they ignore them except for my case, I was renting mine out. And so, uh, they thought they'd have to, you know, tell me, I mean, I went to the county when I, even before I built one and said, hey, this is what I want to do. And um, the planning department said, oh, that's a great idea, but I don't know what building is going to say about it. <laughs> and the building department says, no way you can get a permit for a treehouse um, because it doesn't have a foundation that's made out of uh, concrete, treated wood, or masonry. And uh, uh, they just, they flat told me I couldn't do it, but I did it anyway. So, um, we don't know I anybody the code as much that. as I could. <laughs> They're in the code. It says you can build things, you know, as long as you can justify it using rational means. Oh, and um, so I built everything to code. But in '94, they uh, gave me an order to tear down my treehouse. So. Uh, that was a travesty, man. <laughs> 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 the thing but, um, was that they, they, the last day that I could operate was the July 5th. Right? Mm -hmm. I had to be shut down by July 5th. Mm -hmm. Well, that was just before July 4th. <laughs> right? Well, there was, there was three of us, or three of us. <laughs> me, uh, That's uh, awesome. uh, Matt Del Pizzo, and uh, 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 Kieran, uh, and Kieran. And we were sitting around uh, trying to figure out what to do about this thing. And, you know, we said it's a travesty. And, <laughs> uh, you know, there, was a, there was this controversy going on. Mm -hmm. and, that, and there were three of us. And, and we came up with tree shirts. And all of a sudden we had, when we came up with the, the three and the tree and we just went off. I, I swear we weren't stoned or anything. We just came up, kept coming up with, but we, we decided to have a tree party uh -huh. on, on Independence Day. Oh, nice. Which was the 4th of July. And uh, we put 66 people up in this tree house wow. to prove to them that, that it was safe. Uh, because in the building codes, they say that you can use stress testing to you know, prove your oh. uh, thing is uh, oh. meets code. Wow. So, um, uh, from there on, we, I mean, just everything we say that, you know, we just kept, you know, put the tree into it. So it's not just me, it's with these guys and the guests they had in. Um, like, actually, there's some, one person, that, one of the tree houses that I didn't have, couldn't figure out a name for. I said, hey, mm -hmm. Any of you guests figure out a name for it, I'll give you a free night in it. 
it was the forest tree. Oh. And if that person is out there, remember that you still have a free night in the forest tree. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but yeah, we try to keep that uh, alive and, and occasionally somebody will come up with one. A word that I haven't used before. Did you just say that the person who came up with the word forest tree has not taken you up on a free night in the forest tree house? Not to my knowledge. Uh, How just, long you know, has it been? Putting it out there to, to remember that you have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long has it uh, been? Well, actually, that was about 10 years ago. <laughs> wow. wow. So, so do you do um, many tiny house builders... Um, do you, do workshops to sort of yes. not just not just you know have interest in in staying or building their tiny houses, but also to inspire others to sort of um, pass along the torch, shall we say? Do you do uh, do you do workshops there as well? Yes, yeah, we do. A, well, we do a conference every year, uh, and here we've been doing it. We do it on Columbus Day weekend, so it's just like the sixth, seventh, eighth of uh, October this year. Um, and basically I started the world treehouse conference with Peter Nelson. Now there's Peter Nelson is, uh, what I got on the cover of his first book. He's put out a lot of books and mm-hmm. he's, uh, um, now on a treehouse show called treehouse masters. I saw that um, show. The, the lead yeah. guy is the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Peter. Now, my joke is I'm the Treehouse Master's master. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, but uh, no, we've, uh, he's, uh, he's actually, I'm a better engineer, but he's a, he's a better designer than I. He built some fantastic uh, looking tree houses. Cool. But so, uh, but it was our, you know, uh, back in 19, actually, it's been 20 years. Our first uh, Treehouse Conference, this was 1997. Wow. Uh, so this is like the 21st annual conference. And, uh, uh, but we were bringing, there was, you know, there wasn't any organization or anything, you know, uh, but, or any sharing. So we got together and, and, and put this conference together and we brought the arborist in and, um, um, well, riggers and and uh, uh, and engineers and uh, you know builders and uh, uh, we've shared on the knowledge and we're pretty much we're not in competition with each other and it's a pretty good sharing you know group and uh, we've been able to build and out of that is actually where the Garnier limb came huh. uh, with the, with that shared knowledge and. Um, uh, so yeah, every year and, and it's been here, it's gone up to Pete's, uh, for a couple of years and it's due to go back up to his place in Washington next year, but we'll see. But for this year it is set for October. Nice. So you said this year it's in Washington or is it at your spot? No, no, this year it's in Oregon. It's right. at out and about at, uh, in Tacoma at, you know, at tree, go to treehouses.com. That's the uh, Remember that I have more than one treehouse, so it's plural. Mm. Did you say Tacoma? Tacoma. Oh, Tacoma. It's a, it's a, a another Indian uh, town. Mm. So uh, it was there was the Tacoma Indians back, you know, before white man came. Mm. 
So before I ask my question, um, shout out, by the way, uh, to Pete Nelson's people. They may consider this pass number three, uh, trying to get him on the Tiny House podcast. Pass number um, three? Pass <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, I'll just tell him, hey, I did it, and he'll have to do it. Yes! Exactly, yes. exactly. So I've, tri- I've tried two passes both times. They've said he's he's really, really busy. Um, we're hoping, of course, uh, that uh, that this, that the, yeah, if you could do that. Tree's that, a charm. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> turd time's a charm. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, I, I want to share that our, our youngest son is 19, and over 10 years ago, he wanted me to build a treehouse in our backyard. And our backyard doesn't have trees or, well, it was bushes. It would have been bush houses, which is a whole different thing. So we found the tree resort online and looked it up um, and booked the serendipity tree um, uh-huh. and went down there. And I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Um, and at the time, a couple of years before that, we'd had a log cabin in Manzanita at the beach. So we drove in and Ewok Village does it kind of justice. That's what it kind of feels like when you're driving into that. And you know, they have, you know, not only the zip line, they have horses, there's a little pond, there's water on it, there's community breakfasts. Um, I think almost every night, and I think it just happens, but, you know, people start roasting um, marshmallows. 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 Yep. They had uh, tie-dye class. <laughs> of course, it's organ, so they kind of had to, but anyway. And then, <laughs> and then they had like a... a, a, a ceramics thing that the, the kids could do that I did with the boys. And, and I have to say, you know, I mean, of all the vacations you take, and we just, I just took the two youngest, the oldest was working at the time and Pam stayed home, but those guys are never going to forget that mm. ever. I mean, it is, a, it's a, it's a memory to last a lifetime and it really is. And, and, and it's, you know, it's really what Michael's put together there. I mean, it's a very, very special place. Yeah. Unlike anything else you're going to find. Yeah. That's so cool. Michael, do you have a favorite out of all of them? Do you have a favorite treehouse? Uh, well, my pad answer is the one that I'm, I'm working on. <laughs> of course. And, uh, and so, but actually, I, I for a long time when I was over there uh, at the resort, I didn't have a treehouse. I said, do you have a treehouse? I said, no. You know, do you live in one? No. But uh, I t- I tell them I couldn't afford it, you know. <laughs> anyway, now I can, I have built my own. Uh, it's just off of it's on the adjacent piece of property. It's part of the thirty-seven acres, and uh, I guess it's my favorite. I mean, I've got a gorgeous view from it. Um, except for today, it's all smoky and I can't see my mount. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. So what's next? A lot of times if I'm built working on one, that's also, that's fun too. Is that what's next? You just keep, you, do you keep building tree houses till you run out of trees? Uh, yeah, I, I hope to be building them as long as I'm alive. You know, I'm, I don't do as much of the physical work, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I have, there's a number of them floating around in my head on this piece of property here. But remember, we had this controversy with the county. <laughs> yes. Well, that's still going on. So wow. <laughs> it's 27 years later. Wow. Uh, and uh, actually, tomorrow I have a meeting with the county, which hopefully we can finally resolve some of the issues and go forward. It, but, uh, it's like they just couldn't give up once you defeated them, kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, right. There's, well, I've had to outlast a number of different uh, county officials. Yeah. <laughs> 
I got it. You know, we, he's uh, entrenched. We get it worked <laughs> out, and then they switch one, and now I yeah. have a new one that I have to go through the same thing with again. I guess. Hmm. So, how how big is your operation there, Michael? How many people work with you or for you, or however you call that? Oh, we got thirty to thirty-five people with the step line guys. There's like nine or ten of them. There's four or five horseback guides, and then twelve feeders and maintenance and three ferries and uh, <laughs> office. Yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the, I'm not a millionaire, but I get to spend a million dollars every year. So. Nice. <laughs> what <laughs> the, almost like that. What do the tree uh, fairies do? Well, they clean the tree houses. Oh. They have to get up in the trees. Oh, I see. Clean the tree houses. Interesting. Very oh, that's adorable. I it, love that visual. Are <laughs> right? Do they wear wings? You can actually get a, you can get a tree fairy tree shirt. That was the other thing that, you know, when this controversy was happening, I had to come up with the tree shirts because yeah, I couldn't rent out the tree houses. So you bought a t-shirt with a tree house on it, <laughs> which, which is a tree shirt. And what, so, how did that, how did that make, for lack of a better term, it more well, legal? Well, the tree shirt, you know, there would be an expensive tree shirt because it became a one of a kind. It'd have a picture of the tree house on it. Okay. And then, um, now to make it one of a kind, you could buy a certain date to put on that shirt. <laughs> so, like, and you had uh, to probably July claim it in person, 25th, right? July uh, 2017, or, uh, you could buy that shirt and that'd be the only one like that. Now, Buying that shirt didn't guarantee that you could spend the night. But if you spent the night, then I would sign that shirt. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, that's so cool. That's so, so smart. So you get a signed, dated, uh, you know, shirt. And that worked for a few years. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, we still sell the We still sell the tree shirts. And then we have shirts with fairies on, tree fairies. Too. Uh, I love the think outside the box mentality associated <laughs> mm-hmm. with your getting around regulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, those of us in the tiny house movement can certainly relate. Absolutely. To, to thinking outside the box and yeah. pushing the rules and, and uh, getting <laughs> to know our local county officials. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> very, very more, more better than we would like to probably. Yes. Well, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's wonderful hearing about your tree resort and Hopefully, you'll have lots of other opportunities to meet new people. <laughs> and, and if you do have an opportunity mm-hmm. to reach out to what, Peter, please do. Okay. And, and Pete then, Nelson. You know, we also, we also have our own Treehouse show, too. It's called the Treehouse Guys. Treehouse yeah. Guys? Treehouse Guys, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen cool. that. So there's, uh, and uh, um, you can get those on YouTube, too, but they're yeah. on the DIY. He's got cool. the animal. On the DIY plan. network, yep. More of a viewing audience. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, He's got a little bit bigger budget to like. Uh, yeah. Yes, he builds... yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, my boyfriend just, we were just talking about this a couple of days ago. Mark was like, I'm pretty sure in his mind, if it's only seven or eight feet off the ground, it's not really a tree house. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so in your mind, uh, yours are the real tree houses. When you're 30 feet in the air, that's a tree house. That's a tree, yeah. Well, yeah, but still, even seven, eight feet off the ground is still a real treehouse. I mean, it's that it's a different perspective still. It <laughs> yeah, no, it no, 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 no. Changes I, your plane. Yeah. No, again, no. I 
I recognize and appreciate the the artistry associated, regardless of who's building it. That's for sure. The artistry. Um, uh, yep. I did it. Artistry. artistry you did yes. it. I did it. All right. Um, <laughs> Michael, thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, All right. Tiny House listeners, uh, check us out next week when we'll have yet another interesting show. Uh, I promise it'll be just as intriguing as this uh, one was. Oh, right. <laughs> See you, everybody. Bye. Tree it was later. tremendous. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he got the last tree in. He got the last tree in. Okay. Uh, bye. bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Tiny House Podcast. To find us online, go to tinyhousepodcast.com where you will also find our show notes, if we remember to put them there. Our logo was designed by the amazing Carolyn Main. Our website is hosted by the gang at Sightcast. Our theme music is by Oma Studio. Please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating, or whatever. You tiny house-loving bastard. Tiny House Podcast is probably made in Portland, Oregon. <laughs>